This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. When you give somebody your word, I'm giving you my word. That means I promise, promise fulfilled. Fulfilled has reference to endued or endowed, enabled, empowered, and equipped. Empowered, enabled, endued, and equipped to be bold, effective, loving witnesses. I'm talking about the promise of the person of the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 24, verses 44 and verse 49. Verse 44 says, Then he said to them, These are the words I speak unto you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled that were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. Jesus was the fulfillment of all of the prophecy. He fulfilled every single solitary prophecy of the coming Messiah. So he said, this is a continuation. So I have to fulfill this because he is the fulfillment of every prophecy. Verse 49 says, behold, I send the promise. If you're looking at your Bible, you'll see that that promise is capital P because it's talking about the person of the Holy Spirit. Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. You're going to be clothed with a garment of power and you will be passionately zealous. Jesus made a promise to them and he fulfilled the promise. In other words, he says, I'm going to send to you what my father has promised. Again, the person of the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Holy Trinity. He's the third person of the Godhead. We talk a lot about Father God, the creator of the heavens and the earth and everything in it. We talk about Jesus, who is the savior of our souls. Now let's talk about the promise, the promise which was sent on Pentecost Sunday. And we're not just celebrating on that one day. We're celebrating every day of our lives because the promise has been fulfilled. Now the the person of the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, the promise of the person of the Holy Spirit, he gives you an endowment, an enablement, and an empowerment. He equips you with the fruit of the Spirit. A tree is known by the fruit that it bears. So this is the fruit of the Holy Spirit according to Galatians chapter 22 and 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. But I like how the, how the voice translation renders it. It says the Holy Spirit produces a different kind of fruit. <laughs> The Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit produces a different kind of fruit. Unconditional love, joy, peace, patience, kind-heartedness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, 
and self-control, a whole different kind of fruit. Before I was filled with the promise of the person of the Holy Spirit, I had a problem loving unconditionally. It wasn't until I was filled with the Holy Spirit. It wasn't until the promise of the Holy Spirit was fulfilled in my life that I can love, listen to me, the unlovable. Okay, I'm going to get you there. I'm going to get you there. There was a close person in my life that I really, in my heart, said I hated. I hate this person. I hate that person. I couldn't stand them. Don't look at me with that tone of face. I'm talking about before the promise was fulfilled. I couldn't stand the person. I couldn't stand the way they walked, talked, ate, nothing. Could not stand them. With a straight face, couldn't stand them. But, oh, after I received the promise of the person of the Holy Spirit, he taught me how to love unconditionally. Don't we all love the the benefits of that unconditional love that God gives us? He knows the absolute worst about us, but he loves us anyway. How dare I have the audacity after getting all of that unconditional love from God that I didn't deserve to walk around talking about I hate somebody else. I thank God for the promise fulfilled. First John chapter 5 talks about there are three witnesses that bear witness in heaven. Three witnesses. We know what those witnesses are. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the promise fulfilled. Second Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 1 says, out of the mouth are two or three witnesses. There it is again. Every word is established. Remember, word is a promise. Every promise is a promise is established with two or three witnesses. According to Deuteronomy chapter 17, the law that speaks in that chapter in the Old Testament talks about there has to be two or three witnesses. Remember, Jesus said, I got to do this so that the prophecy can be fulfilled then I'm going to fulfill the promise of the Holy Spirit to you and you will be endued or endowed with power. John chapter 6 and verse 63, the B portion says, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. The words that he speaks is spirit and life. Not broke down happenstance, bootleg, janky life, But this life right here, more abundantly. Word, spirit, life, promise fulfilled. Again, the promise has reference to a pledge, a vow, a guarantee, the word. God put his word. Not only is God a promise giver, he's a promise keeper. Promise fulfilled. Fulfilled has reference to endued, enabled, empowered, equipped with a different kind of fruit. Now, after the promise fulfilled, I have a whole different kind of fruit. The fruit that I was exemplifying before I received the person of the promise of the Holy Spirit was bootleg fruit with worms in it. It was rotten fruit that wasn't any good to anybody. But after I received the promise fulfilled, 
I was filled with a different, a different kind of fruit. Unconditional love, joy, peace, patience, kind-heartedness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Promise fulfilled. Romans chapter 8 verse 16 says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are children of God. The Spirit itself, that's a neuter pronoun. Like we say, it's a boy or it's a girl, but it's really speaking about a person. When it says, it's a boy, it's a girl, and I'm saying that the child is an it. This has been referenced to a person. This has reference to a person. So the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. The Spirit is the witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Listen to me. Promise fulfilled. The promise of the person of the Holy Spirit. I read to you out of um, Luke chapter 24. This is after Jesus had been crucified, after he had been buried, after he had been resurrected, when he was revealing himself back to the disciples. That's when he told them, stand Jerusalem, because now I'm going to give you an empowerment by means of the person of the Holy Spirit. I always thought, I always assumed that they were hiding out in the upper room, terrified, acting like cowards. But after I started researching that thing and really getting into it, Jesus had built them up so much so they were biting at the bit. They were in great expectation because they know not only was he a promise giver, he's a promise keeper. They were looking for the promise fulfilled. So in Acts chapter 1, verse 4, it says, And being assembled together with them, he com- this is after he had died and was crucified and had went in the ground, had went in the tomb for three days. This is after he rose up. And in the scripture, if we go up to um, number 3, it says, To whom he presented himself alive after his suffering with many infallible proofs being seen by them during the 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Infallible proofs means these were flawless, unmistakable, impeccable accurate proof. He proved it and it was proven over and over and over for 40 days. So this is after his death, burial, and resurrection. For 40 days, he walked with his disciples. After they saw him crucified, after they saw him go into a borrowed tomb, after they saw him resurrected, they still needed the promise of the person of the Holy Spirit. This is only 40 days afterwards. Look how many years this has been, almost 2,000 years. Don't you know we need the Holy Spirit too? And he said, not many days after this, let's read it in verse 5. And John truly baptized with water, but you shall, that word shall means no if to answer, but it's about it, be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now, which he was telling the truth because not many days from now was going to be Pentecost Sunday. It was 50 days from um, Passover to Pentecost Sunday. He said, so not many days. It was all the prophetic. It was all prophecy fulfilled. He had to fulfill everything that the scripture said, everything he had to do it. Verse, 
let me go to drop down to verse uh, 8. And it says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses. You shall be a testimonial unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, and in Samaria, and the end of the earth. Everywhere you go, you will be a testimonial to me. I'm still talking about promise fulfilled. This is the promise, the pledge, the vow, the guarantee, the word, fulfilled, meaning endowed and enabled, empowered, equipped with a different kind of a different kind of fruit. The spirit gives a different kind of fruit. Before the spirit, Peter chopped the man's whole ear off. Because he was rogue like that. He was ready to fight. Don't mess with me, because you will get cut. Chopped the man's whole. But after being equipped with the person, the power of the Holy Spirit. He had a whole different kind of fruit. Verse 9 says, Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up in a cloud and received out of their sight. I'm reading a little bit of scripture today. And while they looked steadfastly toward the heaven, as he went off, two men stood by them in white apparel. So while they're still looking up till they couldn't see him anymore, they didn't realize that two angels had come in their midst, who also said, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up to the heaven? The same Jesus, the same one that was crucified, the same one that went in a borrowed tomb, the same one that was resurrected, the same one that walked around on the earth for 40 days with many infallible proofs, the same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven, he's going to come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. We've got to get a revelation that this thing is for real. Jesus is coming back, and he's coming back for a church without spot, blemish, or wrinkle. Christians have gotten so far away from believing that Jesus is coming back and the enemy wants you to be lulled to sleep. You better live your life every day like you know Jesus is coming back to receive you unto himself, that where he is, you may be also. Verse 12, then they, then they returned to Jerusalem. Remember, that's where the Passover feast was. That's where Jesus had been crucified. Everybody was required by law that everybody come to these major feasts. So they were already there for the major feast. He said, stay there. Don't tuck tail and run. Stay right there until Pentecost Sunday. So they returned from Jerusalem, uh, from the Mount of Aliyah, which was near Jerusalem, a, seventh, a Sabbath day journey. And when they had entered, they went up into an upper room where they were staying. Here are the people that were there, because I'm making a point to you right here. It says in verse 13, Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, the son of James, which means this is not the one that, that betrayed him. All these continued with one accord in prayer and supplication, listen to this, with the women, with the women, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. Jesus did not look at body parts. He looked at hearts. He never discriminated against women. 
And if you think about it, he never discriminated against children either. Remember the children who were trying to come to him, they were blocking him. He said, it would be better for a millstone to be hanged about your neck and you were cast into the depths of the sea before you offend any one of these little ones. That's some mafia action right there. He wasn't playing. Don't mess up with the women and don't mess with the children because he has love for us all. So the long and short of the story, the disciples were not hiding in the upper room like I thought that they were. I thought that they were hiding. I thought that they were cowards. I thought that they were thinking, well, we about to be next. They came in, they came and took Jesus. We're about to be next. But they weren't hiding. They were waiting. And this kind of waiting was not a twiddling your thumb waiting. This kind of waiting means that they were eagerly praying. They were excited. They were in one accord. They were pressing the envelope. They were really pressing in. They were pressing in together because they knew a breakthrough was coming. They were expecting the fulfillment of the promise that Jesus, I mean, he said it won't be too many days. So they were really praying, the women included. Can you imagine how noisy it was? And not just the ones that were listed here. The whole room was filled with 120 people. So 120 people zealously and aggressively praying and pushing the envelope, and they were expecting. You can't tell me they were quiet. You can't tell me they were sitting there mumbling under their breasts. They were in such anticipation because they had saw so many infallible proofs. They believed what Jesus said. They were in great anticipation. Let me pause right here. On Resurrection Sunday and even before I begin to prophesy to you all of the things that you had coming. Y'all know my list. This is your year of illumination. I went through the hall and I've been seeing it every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday. And we've seen many infallible proofs. We've seen a whole lot of evidence that what the word of the Lord said has come to pass in our lives. I told you that if you've not received a miracle in the last 50 days, it's probably because you've overlooked it. It was probably so smooth. It was probably so subtle. You don't even really recognize the fullness and the gravity of it. Listen to me. We've got to be like these apostles and disciples were. They were aggressively, they were pressing in. They were praying with so much passion. They were on one accord. They were pressing in in order to break through. On Sunday, I said, me trying to push that door in, uh, yeah, probably not by myself. But if all of us came together and we begin to push and push and we begin to press and press, we're going to break through that door because there's power when we press power to break through. Are you getting a revelation? I'm still talking about word, spirit, life, promise, fulfilled. Let's scroll a little bit further. Let's drop down to chapter 2. In verse 1, it says, And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, now the culmination of everything that Jesus has spoken has come. This is the day. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. By law, all of the Jewish men had to be there for the feast. They had to be there for the celebration. They had to be there for the Passover. They had to be here for Pentecost. It was a part of their custom. It was a part of their law. So when the day was fully come, they were all together in one place, in one accord, and suddenly, who 
Ooh, good God Almighty, I like that word suddenly. That means one second things were one way, and the next second things were another way. Listen to me. God has a suddenly with your name all over it. Things are one way this second, and the next second in the blink of an eye, things can change. Are you listening to me? Suddenly, mean, it was without, I didn't expect it. it. It caught me by surprise. It moved so quick, I couldn't even hardly brace myself. God, God Almighty, God has a suddenly with your name all over it. I'm still talking about promise fulfilled. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and one set upon each of them, and they were all filled. How many of them were filled? That means Peter, James, John, all, I mean, John, uh, let me go back to my list, because Peter wasn't in there. Uh, uh, Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, all of them, and the women, and Mary, his own mother, it say they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Listen to me. This was a universal outpouring of the fullness of the Holy Spirit. The promise was Fulfilled. This was a trans-ethnic, multi-generational, gender-inclusive awakening of God's people to God's promise. Listen to me. Promise fulfilled means wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. God is not only a promise giver, he's a promise He's given you his word. Is he a man that he should lie? God has given you his word. 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 And not only is he a promise giver, oh, hallelujah, he's a promise keeper. Word, spirit, life, promise. Fulfill, promise, meaning a pledge, a vow, a guarantee. He guaranteed. You got a guarantee. He guaranteed. He gave you his word. Promise, fulfill. Now he endued you. He endowed you. He enabled you. He empowered you. He equipped you with a different kind of fruit. You got a different kind of fruit. So regardless of what it looks like, you can't have unconditional love. Come on, unconditional love. Side note, I was out at Five Guys one time, and I saw somebody that had tried to commit character assassination on me. But this is what you do when people do you wrong. You don't stab them back in the back. You begin to pray for them. You pray, and, and that's a, that's a, and here's the deal. You can't pray for somebody and not love them. If you pray for him long enough, you will start loving that person. I have been praying for the person and everything. Now, listen to me. I was not, never going to kiss him in the mouth. We were never going to the mall. But I was going to pray for him. And I prayed, I prayed so much so that when I saw the person, I was literally, I forgot what happened. I went to go hug him, and the person almost took off running. And I was looking like, what? Why are they I was like, oh, that's right. You tried to kill me. If I was you, I would have ran too. 
Because some people will stab you in the back. Listen to me. There's a whole another person that'll stab you in the face. When you encounter somebody that'll stab you in the face, they tried to stab me in the face. It's one thing to stab me in my back, but it's a whole other thing to stab me in my face. And I begin to pray. I prayed so much that I forgot that they stabbed me in my face. That's a whole different kind of fruit, isn't it? I told you I didn't have that kind of fruit from the rip because I said I didn't like the per- way I didn't like the way the person ate. I didn't like the way they walked. I didn't like nothing about. Somebody stabbed me in my back and then turned around and stabbed me in my face, and I didn't even remember. I didn't remember. This honest to God truth. Now you know that took the person of the Holy Spirit because that was not Andrea Ladon Ellis. I'm gonna tell you that right now. That was me. Period. That was the promise fulfilled. Come up in here with me. We're endowed with that different kind of fruit. The different kind of fruit that will give you joy and sorrow. Peace in the storm. Patience when it seemed like it's taking a little longer than you anticipated. Come on, kind heart. Heartedness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Y'all remember that lady was like 100, 20, 40. Remember that? It took some, that, I didn't have that before. That came when the promise was fulfilled by means of the person of the Holy Spirit being on the inside of me. Come on and get a revelation because we got that different kind of fruit. That different kind of fruit that's in you. Now, you already know that in in your old zip code, in your BC days before you received Christ as your Lord and Savior, you would have smacked somebody, you would have bust somebody's lip wide open, you would have scratched their car. Come on up in here. Tires would have been flat. But the Holy Spirit is evidence because it's a whole different kind of fruit. This whole different kind of fruit lets you know that the promise has been fulfilled. As a result, you can boldly declare, this is my year of illumination. This is my year of revelation. This is my year of manifestation. This is the year of life defined with meticulous detail. This is the year of life unmistakably true for you. This is your year of grace. This is your year of completion. This is your year of newness. This is your year of an upgrade. This is your year of abundance. This is your year of expansion. This is your year of fulfillment. This is your year of divine relationships. This is your year of divine marriages. This is your year of walking in the fruit of the Spirit, a whole different kind of fruit. This is your year of flowing in the gifts of the Spirit. This is your year of supernatural miracle manifestation. I'm talking about the promise fulfilled. Every head by your Holy Spirit. This is your year. This is your moment. God has kept his promise to you. If you're not born again, I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. 
Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.